Hi, I'm Ashley Cooley, a birth baby and sleep educator and mom of three. Ever notice how much information there is out there and what's best for your baby? Trying to sort through it all might leave you feeling overwhelmed and frustrated to say the least. This show is dedicated to helping you clear out the noise so you can figure out what will work best for your baby and your family. No more outdated or unsolicited advice. We're here to break down what it takes to raise well-adjusted, securely attached, and happy babies. Having worked with countless families over the years, including my own, the information and strategies I'll share are based on these experiences, my extensive training, and we're even going to back it all up with some science. We all want what's best for our children. Our decisions regarding their care and upbringing reflect that. I'm not here to judge you on the decisions you make, but I am here to help you make those decisions informed ones. We are here to share information and give practical tips to help you get through baby's first year and beyond. If you're looking to learn more about your baby, gain more confidence in your parenting, and get as much sleep as you can through it all, you've come to the right place. Bringing up baby is about to get a little easier. Today we're talking about car seats with Katherine Hutka. Katherine is a health promotion specialist for Child Safety Link, a children's injury prevention center at the IWK Health Center in Halifax, Nova Scotia. With unintentional injury as the leading cause of death in Canadian children, with injuries to children in motor vehicle collisions being at the top of this list, Catherine's work focuses on child passenger safety. She's also the president of the Child Passenger Safety Association of Canada, a national nonprofit that focuses on training and advocacy. I'm fortunate to have had Catherine as my trainer when becoming a certified child passenger safety technician, or as we're more unofficially known as car seat techs. Basically, we're volunteers that can help you safely install your child's car seat. So she's definitely my go-to person for anything car seat related. I've since had the pleasure of speaking with Catherine about car seat safety for children, and we dove into a very important topic that comes up a lot with babies, namely, how long is too long for your baby to be in a car seat, and what should you do or not do if your baby falls asleep in said car seat? Because we know that that happens. Sometimes we go for a drive or a walk with baby in the car seat for the sole purpose of getting them to sleep, so I totally get the struggle here. But there are some safety risks to be mindful of, and we're going to dive into them a little bit. But first, Catherine shares with us five basic but important tips on how to ensure your child's seat is installed correctly and is safe for them to use. I will say that most of the data and most of the information that I use and that I quote and that guides me in my work um, in Atlantic Canada is uh, we did do a roadside, like a roadside study where we did look inside vehicles um, and we we looked in approximately 1,100 Um, We looked at 1,100 kids and how they were buckled, and we found that almost all kids were buckled in some way. But we did find that 73% of car seats, so that's like forward-facing, rear-facing car seats, were either used or installed incorrectly in a key way. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second, like what those top five ways are. So 73% of, of those seats and we weren't reading manuals. We weren't being that detailed. We had a very basic checklist of, is it installed tightly? Is the child tightly attached to the car seat? Um, you know, and we found that 73% of those seats were used or installed in a, in, in a way that was unsafe. Mm. Um, we also found that 30% of children who were using a booster seat did not meet the 40 pound weight minimum. So they didn't meet the bare minimum to be using that booster seat for safety. And we also found that 52% of the kids we saw in seatbelts um, did not fit their seatbelt correctly without a booster seat. 
So there was a lot of things um, that could improve the safety of kids mm-hmm. um, that, that we were seeing. And so when it comes to like a top five things that, that parents need to know, we actually did make uh, Child Safety Link a couple of years ago for Child Passenger Safety Week. We made like a top five for a safe ride. Like if there was five things we wanted to talk about around um, child passenger safety, car seats, booster seats, seatbelts, what would those be? And it came from the study. And so um, we broke it down to um, the three main things that we saw when it came to that 73% of car seats that were used or installed incorrectly. So the first three things are about that. So the number one thing was make sure your child's harness is snug. Right. So we were seeing um, where it was loose. Maybe it was twisted. uh, Maybe the the child's harness wasn't coming out in the right slot um, for the harness height. Um, And and so make sure your child's harness is snug and correct. That was the first thing. The second thing was make sure that the car seat is installed tightly to the vehicle. So we want to see the seat attached to the vehicle using either the lower anchors or the seatbelt. Um, and if you're using the seatbelt, it has to be locked in some way so that it stays tight. Most of them lock by pulling them all the way out until you hear that click mm-hmm. and so that it tightens, but doesn't loosen again. So that's one, the, the main way that the seatbelt is locked. Um, and so that when the seat is installed, it should move less than an inch where it's attached to the car. So that's like giving it a firm handshake side to side or front to back. Um, it should be really snug to the car. So we are just looking for where it's attached with the belt through the belt path to the car. We're looking for it to move less than an inch side to side or front to back at that point. Hmm. It can pivot around that point. You will find that with a rear facing seat, it will um, flip up and down a little bit, right? Um, You could shake it side to side from that point, but we're not looking there. Um, Our third thing about using or installing car seats was once a child moves to a forward facing seat to always use the top tether, okay? We did see a lot of vehicles. Um, In fact, there was more misuse with forward facing seats than there were with rear facing seats because that top tether was a key thing that a lot of families missed, okay? And so it's legally required in Canada. All car seats um, that go forward facing in Canada are required to use a top tether and all of the provinces in Canada require you to use your car seat according to instructions. Um, So it's always required to have that top tether on a forward facing seat. And what the tether does is, um, you know how the the car seats attached to the car, that's preventing the car seat from moving too far, but the front of them will pivot around that point, just like the back of it will pivot around that point, right? So the top of that car seat, we don't want it to rotate down and out and bring that child's head further forward. And so what the tether does is it holds that car seat back so that the child just has less movement, okay? The tether reduces how far the child's head moves in a collision. Right. So those first three were about installing and using rear and forward-facing car seats. And those last two points were just the same points that we were finding in like the big, um, you know, mistakes that could have been, that we could uh, correct to help families uh, ride safer. And that was to not rush your child into a booster seat before they're ready. Make sure that a child weighs at least 18 kilograms or 40 pounds and that they have the maturity to sit correctly in a booster seat. Mm -hmm. Again, a five-point harness is going to hold a child in even when they're less than willing to sit correctly. But once they're in an adult seatbelt being used with a booster seat, um, they have a lot more freedom of movement. A child who's prone, who's still maybe prone to tantrums or not have the impulse control to not like unbuckle and jump out of that booster seat, then they don't, they, they can't sit in that booster seat. They're not safe to be in it yet. Um, and then finally, um, to keep your child in a booster seat for longer, you know, you're, we know that your child is safest riding in that booster seat until they are at least 
145 centimeters tall or four feet, nine inches tall and can properly fit the adult seatbelt, which is key. So most kids um, in Nova Scotia or in Canada really are 10 to 12 years old before they can safely fit the adult seatbelt without a booster seat. And we do always say that the best seat is the one that fits your child, your vehicle, your budget, and that you're going to use safely on every ride. Like that's the best seat. That's the safest seat. Right. Because we we get so many questions of like, what's the one seat I should buy? Right. And it it depends on what your priorities are. What are you looking for? Mm -hmm. What what do you like about your current seat? And what do you hate about your current seat? Um, You know, and to look for a product that meets those needs. We have a lot of um, there's a lot of choice. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of particularly newborns, infants, younger babies. I know there's some older kids, too, that like to do this, fall asleep in the car. So Mm -hmm. as a car seat uh, child passenger safety technician. I was going to call myself a car seat tech, as many people refer to us at. And a child sleep consultant. It's certainly something that is talked about in my world quite a bit. So naturally, babies are going to fall asleep. Children are going to fall asleep in the car. But if we're specifically talking about babies as well, and infants and newborns and safe sleep, is that what we're yeah, talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Like there, there's definitely some some guidelines, some best practices around that. I wonder if you wanted to speak to some of that. Sure. So um, I do a training for nurses um, across Nova Scotia um, as a part of their policy to offer education to families. Um, So we just did kind of a bit of a splurge, uh, I guess I'd call it, where we went around and we um, we brought everyone's training. We we offered it throughout the summer over the last few months. Um, And so I've done a lot of these trainings with uh, with nurses who are facilitating discharge in Nova Scotia. And um, when we went to write that training, we were looking at like, what was the recommended time limit? Like, how long should a baby be in a car seat? You know, what is the recommendation? Where does it come from? What are the studies? What does the research say? Um, And so we found a few different things. We did find a recommendation that said that children shouldn't be in infants shouldn't be in a car seat for longer than two hours. And so we started to look into like, where does that information come from? And we realized that that information came from a study that was talking about everybody. So it was talking about adults, children, infants, everybody shouldn't be in a car for longer than two hours. You should get up, stretch, walk around the car, stop the car, use the bathroom, you know, uh, take a break, that it's not healthy for anyone to sit in a car for longer than two hours. So we thought, okay, so that's not really addressing the needs of an infant and newborn population. Uh, We did see a study out of the UK um, that was widely reported in the media to say that children shouldn't be in a car seat for longer than 30 minutes uh, because these babies didn't do well. And I I saw the headline. So I went in and dug and got the actual article. And the article um, actually was only testing the babies for 30 minutes. And even in those 30 minutes, the babies didn't do very well over those 30 minutes, right? They had like oxygen desaturations and they had, you know, um, issues over those 30 minutes. I was like, well, that's not really a 30 minute recommendation. That is be aware that there are challenges. And so when we brought, when we came together, we had a a committee of myself, uh, a NICU nurse and a family newborn nurse at the IWK. And our recommendation, so what we put together based on what we could find in the research was we know that a semi-upright position is not healthy for a newborn. Okay. It's not something that we want to do for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Babies need to be in a car seat. All children need to be in a car seat when traveling. But the recommendation is to always take the baby out when you arrive at your destination Mm -hmm. to always, um, to never leave them to sleep in a car seat. If you carry it into the house to always take that baby out and transfer them to a safe sleep to a safe sleeping place. And that would be either, uh, you know, a Canadian approved 
crib or bassinet and to not leave your baby unattended in a car seat to sleep ever. So that's the recommendation, which makes it a little bit tricky. And we did find the Canadian Pediatric Society uh, does have a statement around babies who are born at less than 37 weeks gestation. And it had three main recommendations. And one was that all parents and families should be counseled and offered education on car seat safety and how to safely position their infant in the car seat. And the second one was that time should be limited in the car seat to only travel that they should not be in a car seat um, when they are not in transit, when they're not driving. And so we've kind of taken that to heart and said like, you know what, always remove your child at your destination. Don't leave your child in a car seat when you're not traveling. Right. It's definitely, I a hundred percent agree, obviously. Um, it, it's definitely a tricky thing to put into practice. Certainly a lot of babies do fall asleep in the car um, when they get home. The last thing a parent wants to do is potentially wake that child, but even unclipping, unbuckling the seat and leaving the baby in that position is still not safe. It's not the buckling or the tightness of the straps. It's, it's actually more unsafe to unbuckle a child and leave them in the car seat. Buckles are keeping that child in position. Um, it's not the snugness of the harness, although I'm sure that that might be a factor when it comes to, um, you know, sudden infant child death or, you know, unsafe sleep. But um, when you unbuckle or loosen any of the straps, it poses a strangulation risk. So some people have been known to loosen the straps and then a baby might slide down and then strangle on the chest clip. That's happened. If you unbuckle the straps entirely, babies have gotten wedged in a chin to chest position because they're not being held correctly in the car seat. They can slide down and actually be wedged sideways in a car seat. There has been babies who've fallen. You know, it, it's just, it's too great a risk to leave a baby in an unbuckled car seat ever. When it comes to our mental health minute for today, I want to continue this conversation about babies sleeping in their car seats because let's face it, it does happen. I do not want you to feel like you could never allow your baby to fall asleep in the car seat. Going down this rabbit hole will only make you feel less than a great parent, but you are a great parent. Your baby just wants to sleep. So we're all going to make decisions based on our own experiences, knowledge, and cultural or environmental influences. So as always, I want you to have all the facts so that you can make the best informed decisions you can when necessary. So now, how do we make decisions based on this information? Here are just a few options to give you some examples. If you're planning to go for a walk with baby with the hopes that he or she is going to squeeze in a nap, can you maybe use a carrier instead? Or if you have the equipment, some stroller and car seat combos have a bassinet that lays flat instead of the traditional car seat. So laying flat while out for a stroll might be an option for some people. But if these are not options, or if you're driving while the baby falls asleep in the car seat, limit the travel time as much as possible. Definitely not going over two hours without a stretch and probably a good time to feed them anyway, let's be honest. Take breaks when necessary. Take the baby out of the car seat once you've reached your destination and can safely do so. And then you want to gently and gingerly transfer them to a safer sleeping surface, like their crib or laying on your chest or up on your shoulder. If for some reason baby had to stay in his or her car seat while sleeping for a short period, do not unclip them as their harness helps keep them in a safer position. And as always, when it comes to babies in car seats, make sure they are installed correctly and baby is harnessed safely every time for every ride. So I really hope this conversation helps when it comes to 
just having peace of mind that it, again, it's okay that your baby is sleeping in the car seat. We just want to make sure that, you know, th there are some parameters around that. It's not a regular thing. It's not something you're having to do every time they sleep. We certainly wouldn't want them sleeping for long stretches, say for their overnight sleep in a car seat. So these are things we want to keep in mind when it comes to safety, but also being realistic that these things happen. So how can we make this the safest way we can make it? For more information about safety regulations and information on anything related to babies and children when it comes to safety, check out Child Safety Link's website, which we'll link to in the show notes. And to find a certified car seat tech that can help you with your car seat questions, visit Child Passenger Safety Association of Canada's website, which we'll also link to in the show notes, to find a tech in your area. Looking for more? Check out birthbabysleep.ca where you'll find new baby resources, prenatal classes, and sleep help during the childhood years. You'll also find me on Facebook and Instagram at birthbabysleep. Don't forget to subscribe and remember to leave a review or a rating so that others can find us. I'm Ashley Cooley and we'll see you back here next time.